Just a warning that this podcast does contain a small pug named What What Snoring. Hello? Episode 2 of Hey! Nice Story! I think that's what I'm going to call it. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so thank you to all eight of the people that listened to my pilot episode. My friend Emily says that I shouldn't focus on numbers and just to keep going. So that is what I'm doing. But after my first episode, my friend Casey, um, I've known her since I've been in college, which has been a long time because tomorrow I will officially be in my mid-30s. Oh, I don't want to talk about it because I will start to cry. I think this is harder than turning 30, and I was a mess up when I was turning 30. Anyways, my friend Casey was like, hey, I have some great stories about online dating that I'd love to talk to you about. Can I be on your podcast? And I was like, well, yes, yes, you can. But here's the thing. Casey, who has lived in Minnesota her whole entire life, And we've always said, hey, when are we going to live in the same town again? Well, you know what? I moved here. I saw her. And then she decided to move to New Orleans after three months of me living here. It's fine. So it really is fine, though, Casey. I hope you know that. It's fine. You got to spread your wings and fly. Fly, baby bird, fly. Anyways, so I called Casey up and... I just want to apologize because I took a really long and hard nap before I talked to Casey, and I swear to God, Casey, I listened to the stuff we record, and we recorded about an hour and 20 minutes, and I think I was finally starting to wake up at the 45-minute mark, so I apologize. Um, Yeah. So my last episode, I talked about dating online and posting weird stuff on Craigslist, because I'm a weirdo. And this episode, uh, Casey tells us about her experiences in New Orleans, because she moved right when Mardi Gras started. And then she does talk about how she did meet her husband, Dan, on Plenty of Fish. Yes, you heard me. Plenty of fish. Now I don't even know if that's something people use. Um, But I'm so interested in hearing how people met. I just think it's such a fascinating topic. And I actually had happy hour with another girl I went to college with who I haven't seen since I think I was a sophomore in college. So I had happy hour with her and she met her husband on Match.com and she also said this was going to be my last online date. I was so frustrated and then she happened to get married to her last online date and the same thing happened to my friend Casey. So, here she is, talking about how she met her husband, Dan. I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Uh, my first date with Dan was, well, I should, so I messaged him oh. on Plenty of Fish, which I I should warn, I think we used Plenty of Fish before, while it was still kind of new, 
Yeah. So there was a lot of like robot porn yet on it. Okay. You know what I mean? I do. The fake, the fake accounts. Uh huh. So anyway, I messaged him. A week later, he responds, and I had written out like, you know, I had really thought about like how to come across and right. You know, give a little witty banter, but like not too much. Yeah. And, you know whatever. And at the end of my message, it said, let me know if you're interested. A week later, in true Dan fashion, I get a message back that says, yes, I'm interested. (laughs) (laughs) That was it? Yes. Okay, see, and you responded? (laughs) Yes. You did? Oh my god, I was so excited because here's the thing, and it sounds so stupid and corny, but his photos, I was like, I know him. It was like, I knew I didn't know him, but uh-huh. I just, like, I had this feeling about him. So he... <laughs> oh, perfect timing, what, what? <laughs> he is so asleep right now. Um, long day. Long day of doing nothing. Um, but... Dan was the first date I didn't tell anyone I was going on him because, you know, I'd either, like, have a friend be at the end of the bar or yeah. tell my friends, like, if I don't call you by 10 at 10 p.m., you I've, know. I've been murdered. I, I'm murdered, yeah. Yeah. So I hadn't told anyone I was going on a date. It was at the 331. Oh. Have you been yet? No. It's a fun bar. Okay. A little hipstery. Very fun. Okay. Uh, they have a nice outdoor patio and it was a nice day so I was like I bet he's waiting outside so I had gone on a few dates I wanted to make sure he was who he was yeah I'd been on some dates this one was like his photo was like a drummer like a like and like at a concert like cool and I got to the bar and I scanned the bar and I noticed this like middle aged banker Oh no. Who was bald. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was like, well, that couldn't be him. It was him. Uh, it was, he was awful. It was the worst. He asked me if I wanted to come home and play his weed. This is the bald middle aged banker who was a drummer? Yep, well, I don't know if he was a drummer. They just use really old pictures of themselves. Yeah. yeah. So I <laughs> ended up. <laughs> Sorry, you want to come back and play the Wii? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if that was a euphemism. Oh, yeah. gross. It was actually one funny side note. Uh, so we went on that date, and I was just like, no. Uh, I drunk Casey signed up for one of the like pay sites. Yeah. The next morning, I had a message that I'd only connected with that guy. Oh. And there was a message from him being like, well, well, well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Casey. So I wanted to make sure Dan was who he was. So yeah, so I drove by really slow and I called his number. And I saw him and then he picked up his phone and I was like, I'm parking. <laughs> and yeah, uh, then we were just kind of inseparable. But he was going to be my last online date. Because I was over it. Yeah. It's too much. I'd... (laughs) I just... 
Your sister and I were talking about this the other day. Yeah, she's gone on a few. She's gone on a lot, a few, a lot. What? Maybe I don't know everything. No, you do. <laughs> um, we like personalities, so it's hard to find a a personality. And I get mad at guys that don't have conversations. So if Dan were to do that, I'd be like, bye. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, what if... Uh, I hate the thought. I hate thinking about if I hadn't done something, what my life would be like. Oh. So when you say that, I'm like, man, because it, it's so easy. Like, depends on your mood. Mm-hmm. Like, some days you're just like, nope, not mm-hmm. dealing with any of this. Delete, delete, delete. And then other times you're like, well, maybe I'll just entertain this for a minute. Oh, God, Casey, you're making me rethink my life choices. No, you can't because you've made them. And you made a pretzel necklace with cheese. <laughs> so you're making all the right choices. You've been to a beer fest before, right? No. I mean... Talk to me about it. What what does that mean? Is it like a festival with beer? Yeah, yeah. You get to go around and try all these multiple kinds of beers. Is there music? Yeah. But it's mostly about the beer. Yeah. No, I've never been to one. That sounds phenomenal. Oh, okay. So I've been to quite a few. And Honestly, you made those <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, my God, if you're drinking and all of a sudden you're yes. like, God damn it, I could really go for a nice little snack right now. Right. And all you have to do is look down. And then, like, you're drinking so many different types of beer, you need to cleanse your palate. Sure. So when a palate cleanser. So, like, professionals will, like, make these hardcore pretzel necklaces, right? And so I was like, well, I'm going to do that for my cousins. And did you notice we were all wearing the same shirt? I did. I did. Did you do that too? No, my uncle made those shirts that say cousins make the best friends. (laughs) And we wore them all. We just thought we were the coolest. (laughs) But the beer fest was in Fargo, which... It's Fargo. Fine drive. Yeah. But we were the only ones wearing pretzel necklaces. Not next year. Yeah, right? I'm sure people were like, what is that? Yeah. And they went on Pinterest and they figured it out. And my favorite thing, Michigan knew how to have beer fests when I lived in Detroit. And so every once in a while you'd just hear, Oh, and then everyone's doing, oh, and I just think it's the coolest thing. So I was like, cousins, we got to do that. And my one cousin, her boyfriend's a brewer for a brewery in South Dakota in the Black Hills. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I went to the Great American Beer Fest, and that's like the biggest one ever in Denver. He's like, if you drop your glass and everyone goes, oh, and he's like, we got to do it. And we tried. We'd be like, Wah! and it was just us six, and everyone just turns around going, what the hell are these people doing? Women's rights, women's rights, women's rights, women's rights, women's rights. So this week was another very important week in the world of women history. 
I guess you could say. Wednesday was International Women's Day, and it was also the day without women. And if you're not familiar, if you're not, like, watching the news, or if you just don't care about women's rights, which I'm sorry that you feel that way because I strongly feel like women's rights are human rights! Anyways, <laughs> International Women's Day and the Day Without Women was on Wednesday, and it was a big strike. Women weren't supposed to come into work. We were supposed to wear red as solidarity, and we were supposed to not spend any money just to show, like, how much we affect the world and how big a part we are, even though that these white, old fucking dudes in government want to control everything that we do, and they think they know what's best for us, and they actually really fucking don't. Anyways, I was going to go off into a tangent. But Wednesday was International Women's Day, and I couldn't strike from work because it's a new job. And at the end of the day, I finally kind of don't work in a place that is so full of sexism, which is really rad. And one of the main reasons why I took this job is because the only other writer, who is also my boss, is a female. I come from a very male-dominated industry, and I was the only female writer in my portfolio class, and there were very few female writers at my last job. So I was like, this is a breath of fresh air, and I didn't want to screw her over, because women should build other women up instead of putting them down. So I couldn't strike, but I did wear red, and I was posting constantly on social media, wear red, don't spend any money. But, I guess, <laughs> I'm a failure because I made the biggest purchase of the year on Wednesday and I didn't even think about it. That's how terrible I am. God, what an asshole. But anyways... Casey and I did talk about what we did on International Women's Day, so here we go. I'm trying to figure out the transitions for this, so I just may play some, like, uh, music from this band called Childbirth, and they're all weird songs about women's rights and talking to Siri and Tinder or whatever. Anyways, I apologize for the weirdness, but I kind of like it. Okay, here's Casey and I, very short snippet on the women's strike and International Women's Day. And I wasn't gonna spend money, but then I bought a new iPhone, so. <laughs> it's like we're gonna say I bought a sandwich or... <laughs> I know. I bought an iPhone. I was like, well, that happened. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. really save that for the, the podcast. That's pretty good. <laughs> Oh my god. So then I was like, well, I might as well go to the grocery store tonight and buy rotisserie chicken. <laughs> and I did. You know what? I love rotisserie chickens, and I'm not ashamed to say it. Oh, but I am a failure as a lady. I shouldn't have bought anything. I could have waited one fucking day to buy my goddamn new iPhone. 
But you know what? Maybe I couldn't because I couldn't even do any of my apps. I couldn't take a picture. I couldn't call my mom without it going into my contacts and then calling the janitor from my building in Chicago. What the hell? I don't want to talk to that beast of a man. He's gross. Anyways, so I'm going to finish up the podcast with Casey talking about Mardi Gras and how she's adjusting to living in New Orleans and how she has to like live surrounded by dangerous animals down there. Think about it. I was going to say gorillas. (laughs) Sorry, I'm making myself laugh, which is a good thing. So anyways, she has to be surrounded by alligators, spiders, and snakes. And yes, I know everywhere has those, but not everywhere has alligators, goddammit. How is Mardi Gras? Let's talk about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's huge. Yeah. It's like, so, of course we all know about, like, the Bourbon Street and, you know, the boobies and stuff. But that's there's one parade that's in uh, that I that I know of that is in the French Quarter. Oh, really? Where you're allowed to like show your boobies? Yeah. All the rest of them are, ch- are kid friendly, family friendly. Hmm. There was one that started, and there's like seven parades every day. That's amazing. It. Yeah. My favorite ones were the tinier ones so I went to one called Tit Rex and it was all the floats were made from shoe boxes oh so they were tiny and the parade happened on a sidewalk and the grand marshal started the parade and was like make way make way and then there was people and they would wear all black Uh to not take away from the right Right. And they would be pulling them on with, like, shoestring. And they were handing out tiny things. So, like, I got um, I got a, a, a popsicle stick with uh, cotton candy on the end of it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was real until I almost put it in my mouth and I smelled glue. <laughs> so it was not real. Oh. I got a little orange golf ball with yellow yarn on it to look and it was supposed to be like Trump. Oh, right. Um, some just really cute. And then there was another parade called Bacchus. Chewbacchus. And that was a sci-fi nerd walking parade. Oh my gosh. So everyone there, like everything they handed out was handmade. Um, and they all had amazing costumes and the best in my opinion, were the Spaceballs people. <laughs> so there was Pizza the Hut, and he was on like some motorized vehicle, and he looked just like Pizza the Hut. Okay. And then there was uh, the John Candy uh, Barf. He was like a dog, right? I think it was Barf. Okay. And then there were people walking behind them as the, the stormtroopers, but with the balls. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. It was amazing. Oh, wow. So there's small ones like that, but then, like, the one by my house, which was the biggest parade every year in Mardi Gras, it oh. has 80 floats. Oh, my. Uh, there's usually um, celebrities in it. I didn't see any. This oh. year it was Kiss. 
Oh. I don't, yeah, I don't care about that. I wouldn't even, did they have their makeup on? I don't know. Okay. I didn't see them. Okay. But, um, it was really fun, and it's really fun because all you do, so it's free, and they throw so much shit. Like, beads, yes, but they also throw, like, plush animals, and, like, what has a new toy, and <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, there's some that throw shoes that they've made, like, they're coveted. I saw two uh, mothers almost get into a fist fight over a shoe. Over a shoe. Like, yeah. why is it so special? Because it's, like, decorated. Okay. okay. You honestly, when you're at parades, you... I've had to multiple times take a step back in my brain and go, what would you do with that? If yeah. You, were, you know, like, because most of the stuff is just cheap plastic stupidness. But you get really into it because you're just like, pick me! Yeah. And the worst is when the float person looks you up and down <gasps> and doesn't throw you something. <laughs> oh. Mostly because they're looking for people who are, like, dressed up or, you know. What do you have to dress up like? It depends what you want. I mean, most people, most women wear some sort of crazy hat. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's a lot of, like, tutus, and it's really free game. But it's, like, colorful, and... So next year... Yeah. We're gonna have to make you a hat. Yeah. And a tutu. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna need a lot of that. Okay. But yeah, it was really cool. Like, uh, people just have parties too. So you could just, like, walk into someone's house. And <laughs> if there was a party going on, and for the most part, people would just be like, so, I didn't do it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, you just are just kind of like, oh, hey. They'll be like, yeah, grab a plate, grab a beer. <gasps> Oh my god. And they're probably making really good food. Oh yeah. This guy down the street. Well, I met him at a bar, but he was like, I live in the neighborhood. He was like, yeah, every year I roast a whole pig. <gasps> That's my dream, Casey. Yeah. Casey? <laughs> That's Did my you dream. You can buy You can buy one. I'm, I don't have a backyard. Next cousin party. Whole pig. I roasted a pig. <laughs> oh and what God. would be around your neck? What would be the necklace for that? To go around with a pig. It would have to be like some type of cabbage or something. Like some type of green. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe like little sauce uh, squeezies. Yes. Squeeze some barbecue sauce. Yes. Oh my god, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> or biscuits. Oh, anytime. <laughs> anytime. I love biscuits. Have you ever lived anywhere where, um, like, the animals could actually kill you? No. I, I can't. I mean, I've only lived in Minnesota, Illinois, yep. and Michigan. That's not true. And South Dakota. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I block that out. <laughs> yeah, I guess I am. I did live there for like 18 years of my life. <laughs> but 
But there could be snakes under my house. Well, that's terrifying. They don't yeah. have basements there, though, right? No. But is it sometimes a... Wobot's like, I'm going to go under the house. <gasps> and I yelled at him so hard once, and he came shooting out because I'm, I must have sounded crazed. Yeah. And then I had a conversation with him about if he goes under there, that's his new life because I will not be coming out down there to save him. So yeah, that's the podcast for today. I want to thank Casey so much for Skyping in and putting up with my sleepiness. Um, And I want to thank the eight people that will listen to this I know this podcast is kind of all over but I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do I know I want to tell stories and I want other people to tell stories so I guess you could say that the theme of this podcast was randomness if you have any ideas or even if you want to tell a story you can either record a story yourself or shit we can have a fucking Skype date someday And it would be fantastic and magical. And you could see my dog on there as well. So thanks to Casey. Thanks to the eight people that will listen. And thanks to my friends, Emily and Adam, who are always so supportive. And Emily is my personal creative director. And is always so positive and upbeat. Oh my god, this is turning into a really tender moment, Emily. And you're not even here sitting next to me. I hope you have electricity soon so that you can listen to this. And I just want to give a shout out to What What the Pug for making um, the evening fun and snoring. And just snoring. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Women's rights are human rights. Am I right? I'm surprised you didn't hear that. It's pointed at the dark.